Scale of one to ten, <clears throat> how well do you think you know Batman? Mm, we got eight and a half. I feel like I don't know. Yeah. Batman's got a lot of sides. Batman's got a lot of sides. I feel like I know quite a few. I'd say probably oh, like maybe a seven. 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 I feel like I feel that's like probably where I'd be. I'd be about yeah. like a seven or an eight. Because he's like dead parents, so he's got abandonment issues. You know what I mean? He had, didn't really have a strong parental role model, which is why he's not married and has a family of his own. Right. Like you can deduce a lot from the simple things we know. You can. <laughs> He doesn't want to kill people, but he loves violence. You know? Makes you wonder where his sibling is. Because that's what that sounds like to me. He had a sibling. He never had one. Right. Where was he never had one? At least not one that we know about. Exactly. His long lost brother. There's the deep connection. The deep hatred. Well, that's, that's almost what they were saying. With, um... Have you have you guys seen Joker? Gotham. Oh, Joker! No, that joke or the Joker movie? Yeah, that show. Oh, the movie. The movie. No, it was good. And uh, they basically kind of say that Joker is Batman's brother. Really? Because he's a bastard child of yeah, Thomas they Wayne. They do. They do. That's right. Oh, That's right. So it takes a different spin. Pulling in the bastard. That's wild. And he's like, he gets shunned by his father and stuff. Instead of just losing them, he never has yep. any. Basically, before. basic, yeah. basically, like, like I don't want to ruin the, the movie, point. but like his mom, who is who kind of gives off the impression that she's crazy, and she's always just like, Thomas is your father. Who's Thomas a good needs influence. to take care of you. Yeah, I mean, you can see the influence from her on the Joker character. Like oh, the, like the, the way she talks to him. 100% no, no. What makes him like oh. sick and twisted and the way he thinks. Yeah. Like the Joker movie Got definitely you. defines Joker pretty damn well. Did you guys watch uh, Gotham? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That was a Did you show. Like, the Joker in that too? Like, oh man, just freaking just sadistic and wild. Like, just really it is. kills it. Jerome, man. Yeah. That was, yeah. He did really yeah. good with that role. I like that movie yeah, a lot. Or that show. That show. I really like yeah. him in Shameless too. Yes. Yeah. Isn't he in It as well? Or am I, I thinking so. something wrong? He might be. Isn't he like the clown in It or something? No, that's. What else has that guy been in? He's been in a show on Netflix. Oh, that's next Tuesday. Where he I was a my, vampire. I got my Secretary of State and he hung out with the werewolf next kid. Tuesday. This is a really good show too, actually. Which one? I can't think of the name of it right now, but it'll come to me. It's like two or three seasons long too. It had him in it. Yeah, the guy. Well, no, the guy who played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I went down a different path. You're good. I took you down that path. <laughs> not understanding. I don't know why I thought he was in it. He kind of does look a little bit like the clown. He has red hair. Really, because he's wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, dude, dude, no. I have that Star Wars game. Star Wars, the Jedi Fallen Order. And he oh. is, he's the character you play as. Really? Yeah. Oh, the dude who plays it. Is the no, Jedi Fallen no, Order. no, no, no. The dude oh. who plays the Joker in Gotham. Really? Yes. That is when did that come out? 
Is that older? Last year. Last year or the oh, year okay. before. I think okay. Christmas before last. Something like that. That's super cool. That'd be fun to even just do the that. like do the freaking voice acting for a video game. Like, Dude, for real. How, video game or like I, an anime or something like that. Right. Even like a side I know every job is stressful. An extra. Exactly. Exactly. It's like every job stressful and probably keeping a like a an anime or a video game on track has got to be super stressful, but same time, it's like every job is why not do something like that? <laughs> probably pretty similar to a podcast, I would assume, right? A little yeah. bit. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Everything has I think its hurdles and its leaps and the things you go through and keeping it in order and what needs to be done. That's really good. It's just a bigger staff. It is. Because you have your so artists, cool. you have your recorders, you have your and, and your staff you and your have. staff holds you and you hold your staff accountable. Yes. Right. That'd be awesome. That'd be such an awesome setting to even just visit, to look at. Like, let me be I, a fly on the wall and just witness this for a minute. See how you do things. Show me your ways. I want to see your tricks. Well, what would be your guys' like dream job? If no qualifications, no degrees, no anything else, like, what is your dream job? I like making things that do things like not just and i i like restoring i like something. restoring things back to what they were so like working in working with working in like a restoration shop yeah like owning owning a restoration shop owning a restoration business okay what about you kev i want to make things that don't just sit like on a shelf. I want to make things that do things, even if it's simple as like a wind up and make something spin around thing. I want to make things that work together, you know, not just one thing. Everything I make, I want to be able to piece together somehow, tie it all back to each That's other. True. They all function one as one whole unit or separately. You want to build like a giant robot. <laughs> I guess, kind of. I just bought an anatomy book. <laughs> for me honestly the thing that keeps rolling over my head i'm like there's got to be something grander that you want to do besides that and it's as simple as i'd like to be like the like the handyman of a of a small town <laughs> just like a trade and commerce handyman of a small town so you just want to like, you basically just want to own your own like handyman business kind of i also want to get into the politics of it it'd be cool to be like Kind of like a colony where I can go back in and help make influence in a town, help like structure cool. it the way I want, but also fix all the issues and fix like physical things that go wrong on it. But also so you want to be, so kind you want to do for stores, you wanna, you but wanna, on a town setting. You want to have, you want to have your own handyman company and be the mayor at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Mayor handyman, handy mayor man. Handy the mayor wanna, who's also wanna, the handyman and he's also the gynecologist so hold on exactly hold on you want to be a politician who takes care of the people too what's wrong I with do. you it's crazy know. man <laughs> but dude for real that's how i feel like the things that i make i want them to be useful i want them to have a use to have a function to you don't want to see the stuff that you make on the floor just like discarded 
yeah thrown right. away i don't want to make luxury stuff like, i don't want to make stuff like, that's just for glamour and i want like, i want yeah. actually you want to you want to make things, stuff that people are going to appreciate well not even just that well, I, want, yeah. I want things yeah. i want to make stuff that help people you know like do right. things like yeah there's a guy who gets paid to sweep the streets but he could be doing something so much cooler if we had but the benefits that, would... that he gets for for sweeping those streets are pretty cool yeah they are they are but that's not what it's all it's got to be the fulfillment at the end though because that's what i'm saying it's like i could pick a nice job that's super expensive that lives me in a, in a life of luxury but i don't think i'd be happy doing anything like that i don't think i'd be happy working in some bigger corporate structure i think i'd be the most happiest in some place a little more rural working on projects that i want to work on and helping people one-to-one and having an influence mm-hmm. in the town that's not corrupted completely yet where i can help change it and make it like thrive on itself and like be an influence more of an influence than a place that's already established and still the idea of community versus... so like we said before a cult yes <laughs> yes you want, you want to own your own yeah you want to lead your own commune and now this is starting to sound yeah. like waco <laughs> and kevin can do the engineering and you can refurbish stuff because we're going to need to recycle things so guys are in (laughs) are we going to go for religion status with taxes uh yeah because all of our taxes should be interbased so they're just gonna like commune for themselves Uh, that one one wasn't serious (laughs) i guess there's been a couple communities that have tried that like that was the thing with Waco right but not even people who are just religious cults it was literally hey you guys are all like stealing from each other and all the shit we're gonna go off in the middle of the woods start our own little like group and colony that makes all its own food makes all its own stuff and like we're just gonna kind of govern ourselves. and most of the times when it happens the government like comes in and says they're a call even when they're not doing cult yep, because things. they're because, because they're opposing the other government right because you're like oh, we don't want that catching on to other people and them like hiding away out there so they basically declare it as like uh don't rock the boat harris heresy right yes <laughs> right that's where i i hate the man that's scary to say that but it's like that's gonna be like my downfall is because it's like i'm gonna always try to rock the boat when i see like injustice like i don't care i'd rather fucking like i'd rather be persecuted for trying to fight for people than sit back and shut my mouth like that's respectable huge man uh-huh. huge because there's not a lot of people that will do that i feel like these days a lot of people will say they do that i feel like but not a lot of people actually will do that when it happens like the moment just, presents itself i wouldn't be happy with myself if i didn't i wouldn't be happy with myself any other moment of the day and for me i'm my worst critic i'm like more of an asshole to myself about the things I don't do than anybody else. I'm the worst judge of myself. So no, as bad as anybody else can make me feel, I'll make myself feel 10 times worse. So if I can't sleep about it at night, like I got to do something about it when the time comes. I understand that, man. And especially like there'll be times that like stuff happens throughout your day that you're just like, Oh, what if I did this? Or what if I did that? Like that you, you could have altered like something that like you witnessed. Right. And I've had to push myself further with that because like, there's so many things that I used to see 
and not call out because it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be interfering or I'm going to be, and then I'm like, no, like if you were in that situation, you'd want someone to help you. You'd want someone to turn, like, that's where I try to put myself in now is like, how would I, how would I want somebody to act if I was in their situation? instead of building this whole story in my mind of, oh, they don't need me. They probably already called somebody or this is probably already handled and all this other shit that I would tell myself. I'm sorry. I disappeared for a minute. My mind tangented. <laughs> we said something that made me think of something else. I mean, basically, basically he's just, he's just saying that like at all times he wants to be that vigilante. I don't think I want to. I, I think I like need to. Like, that's I what they say. If I don't, like, I need to do this duty to the city, and then the city, sh- and, sure. then, and then the city just persecutes them. Yep, yep. Never happy about it. But that's the thing. Is like that's that's something I felt like I've learned going through my life too. Is like, no one else is. No one's gonna pat you on the back. No one's gonna give you out of voice. No one's gonna tell you doing the right thing. No one's gonna. Do- you have to set a structure for yourself and then just keep fucking running with it and like figure out what is just and right to you and then live it. No one's going to give you the appreciation you want. It's just got to be driven by you. But what's just and right to you might not be just and right to somebody else, right? It's true. And that's, that's the thing where you really have to do your research and kind of build that filter for yourself, but you can't go ask everybody else because when a situation happens, you can't go, well, what's the right act and go ask everybody. You have to act. You have to like, right so it's like you have to make a decision trust yourself right and it's the confidence and trust in yourself that you've prepared yourself for this moment to act in the way that you feel according decision making i feel like is a huge lacking skill these days because they don't a lot of people anymore you don't have to it's so easy to just divert or right shun away change subject no it's not my problem it's their problem you know, it's so easy. We're not in it as a high risk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Huge. What like, do you, you have you, to you're lose? You're not going to die by walking out your door. Every, well, I guess we're getting back to a point where that's not as so true. But it's like, it's not as dangerous to leave your house every day or where your food's going to come from or all this other, at least where we you live. Just gotta, you just, you you know? just got to treat it like driving a car and like making a turn. Like you, like you walk out your door, you look to the right, you look to the left, and then you proceed. And then something drops on you from above. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, Before sometimes. You even see it coming. Okay, so look uh, to the right, look to the left, look down, or look up and look down, because I mean, you never know. And then proceed. Like you just gotta look. And then a little all old lady around. kicks you in the nuts from right in front of you, because <laughs> right. you looked everywhere but right in you front of you. Everywhere but right in front of you. <laughs> the universe has a plan, right? Oh, yep. the universe is trying to that tell you something have, that would be hilarious that would be funny i would laugh as i get kicked in the nuts like <laughs> looking so oh, hard. God, universe, you got me that's what it said quit looking so hard <laughs> right that's where you have to establish yourself and establish what you feel is right and wrong and i don't know i feel like that's what you spend most of your first half of your life doing and then the rest of it is like oh that's not packing that on the world you know I feel like sometimes so I try to think whole... back. Uh, yeah, for real. I feel like sometimes I try to think back on some of this stuff, you know. I don't really remember a lot of this stuff when I was younger for some reason. I, I, maybe I just don't give it the time to think about it. 
I think it depends on what you're trying to think or what, or what you're trying to remember or recall. Like you said too, you have to go back and remember, you have to sit and give yourself time to remember because why else are you thinking about it? And like, cause that's where I was. I was like, I, people always talk about the stories from their past and I can't remember any. And then I started to think on them. And then what happened to me is weird is like, now I have random memories from my past that'll just pop up out of nowhere with nothing, nothing that like you prompts them or anything yeah it's just like all of a sudden boom oh yeah that thing happened that one time and i'm just like oh and it's just where did that memory come from and i haven't thought about that memory in 15 years you know 20 years sometimes what if you secretly like like, popped a hole and this is your life starting to flash before your eyes you're just seeing (laughs) these memories pop up i know what if it too is, is like you're connected, I'm connecting with my subconscious because all those memories and stuff are there. And I've spent so much time not, not diving inside myself and not connecting with my inner self. And now I've been doing that. So now more I'm intertwined more with my subconscious. So even the thoughts I make without thinking are being better translated or something. Could be possible. Like I feel like into the subconscious right because a lot of times and that's where meditation comes in too you know that's where i've noticed that if you mm-hmm. can just sit and breathe just sit and breathe for a while and like they say breathing you know, breathing takes such thought, a huge toll don't in hold lives. it let it go it does it does you know and as much as we'd like to think we're all really good at breathing there's a lot of times especially after meditating now it's i realized it's like she said pete when's the last time i took a breath I've been doing this thing for so long and I don't think I've been breathing the entire time. Well, and I'm not someone who's like, meditation is great. I do it every day. I'm like, I've been learning more that meditation is important. And the reason for that is like, when I get into my super anxious periods, like my super depression or anxious periods where I can't get out of my head. And normally I used to be able to smoke and help pull myself out of that or do something else and pull myself out of that. And it can last a couple of days. I find now that like the only way I can calm it down is with meditation. And it's like everything else I try sleeping, anything else doesn't work. But if I can meditate and then it lets me dive deeper into what the real like nagging issue is. Right. And then I can let it because go. Because you start to everything else sift through it. all the paperwork on top of it. Right. Piece Instead by piece. Instead of just pushing all the finally... paperwork off my desk. <laughs> yeah. You're going through right. seeing how it's all connected and then digging your way to the, the root, the pile right disconnecting yourself huge that's so huge i did that at work for a while and i feel like i was really successful when i did that and then i came out of necessity for some reason i was i was like at wit's end i'm like i feel like anxious shit and nothing's working that's what it is like you you start something start pacing start something else start pacing start something else start pacing right Mm -hmm. You, you can't stay focused on one thing well, and like you said too, you start something, start something, and now you have all this shit going on and you have yourself all worked up and you have yourself like in all these different areas and you forget that you're just a dude, you're just right here and you're just this. And like, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's all there is. All those other projects are extra shit you've put on top of this thing. But at the end of the day, you're this dude and this is where you are is right here. And that's all that really is the most important thing. And all that other shit is just extra. It's just extra that you've tacked on top of that. Good idea for a picture. Nice. Have you tried out uh, meditation much, Smokey? Not, <clears throat> not as much. I do take like 
I do take some time to like take in some breathing as I'm taking like smoke breaks. <laughs> I take it into fresh air while I'm smoking. You gotta have the buffer, you know? Nice. But at least like through that time, I can like decompress and I can think about like different stuff, you know? Dude, for real, I feel like gotcha. smoking was a meditation when I smoked. You know, yeah. there was just something about going I, out there. And I definitely treat you. it like it. It's like taking a poop or taking a shower. It's yeah. that kind of right. time. And that's why I love to smoke before I take a shower. And I love to smoke after taking like a huge shit. <laughs> the, the one thing nice. I like about like meditation compared to something like a, I feel like there's two kinds of meditation. There's meditation. There's like, I want to say like distracted meditation where you're putting your, you're taking your focus and you're putting it on one thing so you can think in the background. And for me, that's like drawing or different things like that. Um, but for like focused meditation, I think the benefit of it on top of other meditation is that you're telling yourself to sit the fuck down. You're telling yourself to take a step out, relax, do nothing and just do fucking nothing for a minute. And that's fine. And it's like, at least for myself, when I meditate, it's like, I check out of, my goal is to check out of everything and then just connect with this. So nothing else physical, my eyes are closed. Like, I don't want to feel my hands at the, when I get to that certain part of meditation that I like, I don't feel my hands. I don't feel my body. I don't feel, I'm just inside of myself and just like checked in with myself. That's the and, way it should be. It should, you should be like in tune with your, like your inner self. Right. And I can get close to that with drawing where I can just get myself in that flow state where I've just like, I'm really in it. I'm doing what I want, but I'm not introspective. I'm more retrospective. You're just looking back. Yes. Reflecting. Yes. I'm, I'm referencing. Exactly. And that's where I think with the smoking, same thing, or it's like you can reflect it's, back on things, but the benefit of meditation is you realize those are just things. You're not even reflecting on them those are just fucking things like that's all they are and like that's there's a beauty to that that, that all that stuff is just stuff that you've added into your life you know it's just stuff where a lot of my just good stuff. journaling thoughts came from was meditation you know i'd just be sitting yeah. there breathing and boom an idea would pop in my head and for a mm -hmm. while there i would jump on it right away but after a while i started letting the ideas go go and the longer you let those go you can find some real gems buried in there you know and right. a lot of things where you forgot about or things you remember or different ways of looking at things that you knew how to look at the thing before that you haven't thought about but it's something you've been stuck on forever and it's just by sitting right. there and giving yourself time to catch up give yourself the time and like you said too, you got to shuffle through that other bullshit on the top before you can get to those gems on bottom. And so that's where I feel like most of the day we're distracted with all this shit and clutter on top that really doesn't fucking matter. And then when you check in with yourself during that time, it's like, what at the core really matters? What at the core will not let me sleep at night? And it's all this petty shit that it's weird. The petty shit that I don't give a fuck about gives me the most anxiety. And then the shit that I actually care about, like, even though it's not done, the thought of doing it just gives me joy. You know, right? what I mean? <clears throat> because you be, because you you're, you get that satisfaction. 
Well, and I know it's value too. Like paying my or taxes value, and doing all these other basic things. That you value. Like they're just shit I have to do to not get a debt collector on me. But writing my book or doing the anime or things like that, like those are shit that I want to see done. That I know why I want to see them done. You know what I mean? Like to me, they have more value than some basic bullshit I'm supposed to do at the job tomorrow. Because you're supposed you know? to do it. Right. And you want to do it. Like you want to see right. like that finished result of it. Right. And, and I, and that's what I think too, is like, we get so caught up and people get us so wrapped up at jobs and shit, like in their dream and like come along and be part of the team and be part of the group. And we don't understand where a lot of those other like pushes are coming from. And then when you meditate, you're like, Oh, I really don't give a shit about their end goal. I'm doing it. Cause I care about the people. Right. But you know, or you're, you or you're just learn. looking, you're looking at it to like gain experience or to just pass time. Right. And I feel like you can realize that better when you take the time to think about why you're actually there. Mm-hmm. I, I only say this because I'm, I was such a non-reflective person like back in the day, I never thought about why I really thought the way I thought or interacted the way I did or why things did like, no, we're, we're living the next day. Let's keep fucking going. And now I want to know why things work. I've yeah. been <clears throat> like, I've been having these thoughts for probably the last like two or so years that, that I've started like reading more because like a lot of the, well, <clears throat> a lot of the successful people that like I read and follow and what, and what, and whatnot, like they all talk about like having like these thoughts and like having these feelings and like how to like tackle them and how to like keep them and move and move them forward. That's the trick. Keep moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's okay. It's it's okay to think of something, but you don't want to let it like dwell too long per Mm -hmm. se. And if you don't address those thoughts and feelings, they don't go anywhere. Cause that was my thing is like, I still had to readdress issues for me years because I, I put them under the rug for so long and that still got to get taken care of at some point. So just because you put all that shit on the back burner, all you're doing is making a bigger pile of shit for yourself to go through when you finally decide to go through it you know and it's just like it's just like my tax papers in my closet it's just like everything else like the more you don't touch it the bigger monster it becomes you know what i mean the bigger and bigger it spirals out of control and there's more and more shit you got to do to take care of it and it's just just do it do it when it's small do it before it becomes an issue that's the trick right take care Mm -hmm. of it take care of it no matter how ridiculous you're making it seem there's gonna and you can't until you become self-aware you have to be aware of how why you do the things you do and why you're feeling the way you feel otherwise you can't take care of it because what are you taking care of you don't fucking know like right there's gonna be a cpa that watches this this podcast and he's gonna be like i gotta get a hold of these guys and help them (laughs) (laughs) we could all use a little help That's, that's where I think it is too. It's like a lot of people get hard on themselves because they're so caught up in their mind and they think it's like just so wild and crazy, but it's like, that's everybody's mind. And so many people are just good at faking it. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, nah, the mind's fucking Gotta fake it till you make we're it. Animals. That's, that's what the game is these days. Thoughts. Right. But if we shared that information, think how much more comfortable we'd be. Everybody just admitted that no one knows what the fuck we're doing. You know what I mean? And we're all trying to figure this shit out. Instead of being like, oh, you didn't do no, that yet? You didn't no watch one, that yet? You no didn't do this? Knows. You didn't do no that? One you knows. Didn't, it's like, so that's where that's where the fun comes in. It's like no that's one knows. Like, so like what what more can I what what, what more can I know about? That's right? true. What more can I well, learn? That, 
what more what more can i be aware of that's where it bugs me when i like someone's like someone will mention like a certain topic and like you don't know about it and they're just and they're just like how do you not know and i'm like do you know about hawking radiation? Do you know about cell division? Yeah, like, do you I'm know about hit them with everything some that like they want to be know about? Like how right, would like, how do you not know? This is like first grader knowledge. How would you not know? Right. And it's like there's so many areas of expertise and like and even when you know cuz what do you actually lot, know? A lot of people they they put their passion into some into some of these things. So it's like because they know things so passionately, they forget that other people don't know that no don't know them as well. I think a little bit of passion, but I think a lot of that's ego that they put in there too. A little bit because too. you establish yourself you, behind they also, that topic. They also use it to boost their own ego in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. And that's where if you can take the ego out of it, you're a better teacher because you're not trying to show how much you know. People can smell ego, man. Mm-hmm. Ego's got two sides though. I mean, there's still it ego. Does. It's moderation. It's moderation. Exactly. It is, but you can say it's ego to want to teach somebody things to want to better them because that's you thinking that your knowledge is good enough for them that they should have right. to know it. Right. But that's, that's just that. That's where I think you have to look at the cop. You have to have that moderation. That you value. Like you want to, you want to, you want to educate that person in the, in the information that you know. But what if someone else could teach them similar? in a different way and it's something that you don't know but because that you learned a different way you close your mind to learning any 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 new knowledge about it i feel like a lot of that's where it goes that's part of the problem part of of the issue part of the issue and especially you do and you do as you do see it a lot in in the workforce you see it outside of work you like just like in public you like you, you you do see it often and that, that that's the stuff that it's like everyone just kind of needs their own escape so they kind of use their ego to be like especially when people say that they have like um alternate alternate personalities when they get drunk so they have like different names i'm sure i'm sure you guys know some people like that i can imagine sure, some yeah. people yeah some people where that where, where it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be such and such tonight that's where I think it's how you go, how you go about the knowledge. Like if you're forcing your knowledge on people, that's where I feel like you're like insecure in your ego because you're not like this person needs to know this knowledge because I think it'll benefit them. You're like, no, this person needs to think like me. So therefore I'm going to make them know this, you know what I mean? I'm not going to stop until this person admits that I'm right. And they're, and they admit that they're going to start believing what I believe and do what I do. Right. So that's where I feel all you can do is like create the message in yourself, just like everything where you do this checks and balance of what you believe is right and wrong. And then at least try broadcast your message out there, find ways to outlet it, but you don't have to force it down people's throats, especially if it's something the the people that you click with. There are some occasions where I can, like, like I said, people can sniff ego. So like when someone's trying to like push something on on me and I'll just like go with it and just like, Oh, okay, shit. Like I got to do this, log this, do it. This is this, is this right? Like just do it, do it this way. And and then what, what about this? What about, what do you think about like, just, kind of complete like play play around play along with it to the point where it's like not fun for them anymore because then like <laughs> i'm asking them questions like they like like i'm them and they're just like the fuck man <laughs> yeah too big of an ego can leave you open for manipulation 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're so people know how to manipulate people with a big ego. Oh yeah. Uh, you can stroke their ego, make it think it's their idea. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of danger with not controlling your ego. And that's the worst part is if you have a big ego, there's no way you'd believe that somebody was doing that to you. Nobody could do that to you. Because you're too smart to be manipulated. Holy cow. That's where people get so delusional where it's like that person is just wrong. They don't know anything. They don't know. And people are just trying to help sometimes. And it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got this. They don't know it. They don't know what I'm trying to, they don't. And it's like, you have to have some of that mentality because that keeps you going when nobody else believes in you. But at the same time, it's like, it's gotta be moderation where you gotta have at least some legitimacy to why you're doing what you're doing. I think this somehow kind of relates to this, but I had something like this today. I drove for a while today one of my first times with the most cars in a while since i left my house and where did you end i'm sorry i will ask after you're done on my way to work i was driving and i i got my typical good old road rage like yeah you stay in your lane you wait for me to pass you don't you cut me off and of course this guy got over in a turn lane used it to get in front of cars and it's like i just want to get in front of this guy this whole time i'm thinking this and then i'm like does he even realize I'm here? Like, does he even know that <laughs> that I'm here? And then it's like, how many people have I been that guy to? And I don't mm. realize it. There are, I definitely uh, get like just, that on the road. It's like, screw, no, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you you're wrong. I'm gonna put you in your place. Like, it is. It is the only place it, that I feel like I have so show. much power that <laughs> I have authority. Just, like he's listening to me. And I've become such a defensive driver that I just stay the fuck back. And I'm just like, you do you like, you guys are going to duke it out. You guys are going to duke it out. I'm just going to be <laughs> fuck back here. Like you guys can do you. I'm going to go around you. It's like, it literally depends my days. People on the road. Could you imagine right. like well, sitting up- back and watching this, how it all happened? Like you follow these same group of cars and it's like, you watch people fight and stuff. I've seen it. the aggressive. I have ones, literally like, seen people like, like watching try a herd. To, like, I've, I've seen yeah. people try to like break check each other, like especially on the highway. Like it's like you guys don't realize that like there's other people in this world aside from like you and that other person that you're trying to fuck over. It's like what the fuck's going right. on, you guys? Oh See, and God, I will never like... do nothing dangerous to get back at somebody, but if someone's going to try to like go 20 miles over the speed limit to try to whip around and cut over me, now I'm going to speed up along with you, and you're not going to do that to me because you're not going to get me in an accident because you want to be like a fucking asshole. Like, that's just not going to happen. You're not going to whip up and cut right in front of me. That's not going to fucking go. But I'm not going to sit here and, like, cut other people off, break check, do all that other kind of shit. Right. Nah. There's just no point for compensate. it. Compensate. That's, that's the thing. is like, I know you crying. should not smoke and drive, but I am the most just relax okay do your thing whatever i'm listening to my music that's what i, I do man i just i stay the fuck when back I'm smoking like, just, driving? Just, just like hit my pen like cool. that's more time i get to chill in my car i'm cold hey. <laughs> like sort of everybody's a little bit like there was this one know? time that um i was um i was i was in a um in one of those like drive-through uh car washes and like the person in front of me must have like misheard the person like that was like trying to like direct them because they start to go but then the peer, the person's like no 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 and they and like he and he like he like hits up up curb so like his car goes up and down and he got out of his car and he was just like what the fuck are you doing and he was just like yelling at the person and like trying to like 
I, I don't know what he was trying to like do. Like, I just, I don't know what the point of him getting out and yelling at this person that this person's like directing him and he's just not understanding what the person is saying. The person even got down on his knees and was like, shoot me, bro. Shoot me. Just gun me down. Just shoot me right here. And, and the whole time I'm just like sitting here, like hitting my pen. Like this is just wild. Like this is just absolutely wild. You forget you were hit the car wash for a minute. (laughs) And eventually he gets in his car and they finally get get him going. And I'm just like, he's just one of those guys where nothing's my fault. Nothing Nothing ever happens around me is my fault. As long as he blames somebody else quick enough. He got into the person's personal space. Wasn't even wearing a mask. Of course he wasn't. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's what you see a lot with the people with the mask. It's like, oh, it's, 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 and it's a social agreement. You don't wear the mask to stop you from getting sick. You wear a mask to stop you from spreading germs to other people. Right. And so it's like, you can tell like the people who just don't want to wear a mask. It's like, it's usually for this just very ego driven, selfish reason of like, either they want to see their, have their face seen because like all that matters to them is look. So they can't cover, have cut their face covered. Or it's like some kind of other, I don't know, like, oh, I can't breathe. I can't this. I can't that. And it's like, I mean, when, when they have like a legitimate like excuse in terms of like having difficulty breathing, I know that they have made masks with workarounds for that. So that's good. So, so that's pretty much my response to that. You know how many times I've been working in a store and had people go, oh, I have asthma, I have this or that. And for me to be like, okay, well, if you want to buy legal marijuana, I need you to put on this mask. How many of them put on the mask in those two seconds? Just all you have to do is keep it loose sir i like all, but all i have, have to do workers who have asthma I, literally i had another co-worker said that where a lady goes i have asthma i can't put it on and she goes yeah i know it really sucks to have a mask asthma with these masks i hope it's ended soon and she has her masters on she's like cool yeah me too it sucks <laughs> like it's not gonna make me sit here and just let you come in right. here and do whatever the fuck you want like who you're not special you're not special like I don't know what your mommy and daddy told you when they gave you those participation. For whatever reason, a lot of these people these days, it seems like they're just looking for any and every reason to like claim themselves as like a special exception for like a rule. And it's for stupid things. Stupid things. Right. You don't know the you don't you don't know the the stuff I've been through. You don't know what I've had to do. It's like you don't know what I've had to do. You don't know the stuff that I've been through. Like not saying that like my stuff is more important than (laughs) your stuff. But like, at the end of the day, we're in this together. So at the end of the day, Never let's judge work together. Walk a mile in their shoes, right? You know, you can't judge someone else unless you've lived a day in their shoes. Like, you can't say your problems are any harder than anybody else's, and that really? drives me nuts when people will sit there and complain. And you see it a lot from younger people, especially like nineteen, twenty. And I, like, I know I'm getting old because the more that that infuriates me when they're just complaining about these little petty things and a lot of them that they cause themselves, and you're just like shut just, up just there's look real at, world problems just shut look, up look them in the eye and be like can you tell me what a vcr is <laughs> dude it's wild like what movies they don't remember or like it's just and like or they'll remember like a famous actor from a movie that came out like four years ago when you remember that like the 10 movies they made in the 90s <laughs> like, right. oh, i've never seen any of those Adam sandler did stuff before 2000 it's like <laughs> Honey, come on. Like, uh, I, I get a lot of shit for that all the time, though. It's like I have a very 
And especially like probably because you work in sales that you have anywhere from like 18 and up. Well, sales and I'm also cannabis sales, which is even from other retail, one of the like the youngest crowds I've seen. I can like understand. Everybody I, I, is like right around 21 that. to 26. Yeah. Is like the gap. And then like I'm old for the I'm old for the industry from like you're most, supposed at to least be, older people. Suppo- we're supposed but, to be what's in that seasoned category now because we've been in the industry and we're seasoned workers because we're not 21 anymore. We're 30. True. I got the, the four not. years into it. Crick's not. Not yet, no. Crick's almost. <laughs> Embrace it for the next two months that you got it. Dude, I'm already hurting myself at 29. I don't want to be 30. <laughs> That's to be I'm going to be more brittle and fragile. <laughs> That's where I don't get this big ego. I'm so fucking like sketchy of myself i'm like i hurt myself all the time right. I make decisions like <laughs> i think i think that's where you have the difference between like the young years when you're between like 21 and 30 and then like after 30 you just go for like the dad jokes because <laughs> like that's the humor that like you can like suit to right so like, like you like twenties is like, your humbling like years. fake stub your toe like ah oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey hungry how you doing <laughs> oh, I love dad jokes I've loved dad jokes for too long dude I I've follow I, I follow some dad time. joke some dad joke uh, pages on Facebook and some of them are pretty pretty good like I'm I'm always liking them <laughs> like. Ginger ale has been one of my favorite sodas my whole life. I like black licorice and hard candies and root beer barrels. Like black, black have, licorice like, still grows on me. It's so hard yeah. to get kids to, Dude. to do those things. So things that we like, kids don't like. Right. Well, that's about. I found some reason to that. So like, did you know, like a lot of fruits and stuff, like you can't, if you give a kid certain fruits before their taste buds adjust to it, they will never eat that fruit for the rest of their life or like for a long time because like they're like melon and stuff. It doesn't taste sweet to them at first because they don't have the dat, like the right things to adjust to it. So what's it taste? So like? it'll taste like nasty. I don't know. Like I guess bitter or nasty. Cause if you feed it to them too early, yeah, they I can s- like, they can become like deterred to it. Hmm. So that, and that's, that's, and that's where you want to, you want to be careful. Like you want to be mindful of like the age that you introduce them to like these certain foods. <clears throat> Muskmelon was the I, muskmelon is the one that I'm like keying in on because I remember that's what it came up about. It was something about muskmelon and like I don't really like it was like a certain age. Maybe just, you had to. I think I, I think I, <laughs> like it. Taste, I feel like that. I think that's one that yeah really? I didn't like it I didn't like it earlier on and but I don't mind it now. Get, put some honey on it or. But I also could be partial, yeah, because I think better. like it came in a fruit set that we had for my birthday. And I was just dipping it in the fruit set came with yes. a uh, a thing of yogurt, so yes. I was just uh, dipping it in the yogurt, and it was pretty pretty good. So I like it straight on the rind, just like a watermelon. By itself, I don't know. It's almost like a rubbery texture, and tastes like water for the most part. <laughs> Do you guys like raisins? Weird. I, oh, like I raisins. love raisins. What about craisins? Craisins are good. Craisins yeah are i'm not a big sour fan but those ones i can deal because it's a little sour and sweet but like reasons i love putting raisins, raisins in my oatmeal black coffee 
Like, Did you say black coffee? Dude, I <laughs> yeah. I love drinking black coffee, like like know. just black coffee. Like I like dude, the, as a kid, are, I put are, so much sugar and there milk are some and everything. occasions oh my gosh, that to make it I, like, taste I'll good. put creamer in it, like <laughs> if I'm feeling it. But for the majority of the time, because the cream, because I've noticed that like the creamer just like it dehydrates me faster. Yeah, they say it can make you more tired too because dairy, warm dairy, is naturally mm. sedating. So you're mm. you're countering some of that caffeine by having warm dairy at the exact same time. It probably that's Almost probably like, like that's probably like um like you have like <laughs> coffee with like a little bit of creamer as like a nightcap, as like to like cap off like a night of like drinking or whatnot, or whatnot to just like, to just like relax not not a decaf no you 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 do want the caffeine to like keep to like your, keep your energy well it, the the caffeine Dude. kind of like takes you to the point where you can go to bed uh, like you don't do, you don't do it like right before you go to bed you do it like two or three hours before you go to bed that's where um one of my friends was telling me like when they were down in South America, they would like, that was their rituals. They drink coffee before they go to bed. Like that's just a normal thing of their culture. Dude, mm-hmm. You know how we just eat so much sugar. Do you think they're like immune to caffeine kind of in that sense down there? Because they have so what much do you mean? coffee. Like, oh, where they, they have it all the time. Yeah. Where there's heavily yeah, coffee, something like that or, like, got some effect. Immun- or caffeine immunity. If you're taking it in, as often like eventually like your body is going to develop some level of a tolerance i mean think about early civilizations what did they use to make anything they had they used what they had right so they probably use that for everything well and eating it too like that's probably like calories and stuff before they started making it in coffee they probably just straight up eat espresso beans eat it and then crush it and bake it into stuff turn it into a spice It's like everything is a spray. Could you imagine if like 80% of your diet was espresso beans? Oh my God. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, okay, that's good. Do you got does your dispensary that's sell pyramids. the that's, chocolate that's the covered uh, medicated beans? Came from yes, love beans and uh, God, go beans with the called here. God, Dude, yeah, and they put other like Ours puts it's five THC, five CBD, yep. an espresso bean, and then they put other natural like ashwagandha and other natural like herbs in it too for other influences. Which I think, if you're gonna make edibles and you want to influence them, don't just rely on cannabis. Put other shit in there. Like, oh really. yeah, definitely. Um, it makes a world of difference, and it's just much more effective. Unless you're using other cannabinoids, because like CBN makes a great sleep cannabinoid. But yeah, dude, those those espresso beans are a game changer. Yeah, so when those, you say those that, espresso beans are really, really, really good. So when you say use something else besides cannabis, you mean like add fruits or something to it? No, add like flour. Uh, add other influences. So like if you want a stimulating edible, caffeine. If you want a relaxing one, melatonin. Oh, in that um, room, I see. There's even other stuff like there's like mushrooms and different ashwagandha is like something that's good for colds, but they also use it. It's like an aphrodisiac. So that's in their love bean. So it has other influences like cannabis isn't the only thing that this is a coffee. This is a cannabis coffee. It's you've actually had these when we went down to Texas. I brought some with them. There are those uh, they're in that trail mix, those chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh, yeah. You You put medicated beans in a trail mix. Yep, it's amazing. <laughs> Sneaky. Dude, the guy at the the guy at the airport literally found them, 
I like opened them because I like put them in my bag. And I guess if you bring food, you're supposed to leave it out. And it had like, I had cut a hole and then put tape over it <laughs> <laughs> and I put them in like that. And so he looks at it and he gives me this eyes with a smile. And he's like, would you mind if I had a handful? And I was like, no, man, go oh, for it. Oh <laughs> my God. And then he didn't grab any. And he's like, all right, man, just next time leave them out. And we won't even have to go through them or check them. And I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right, man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Go for it. I mean, if you want to have a handful, have a fun little party. You just cause <laughs> airport reform. Right. Yeah. He takes that handful yeah, right. and he's just like, you're good. Good. Thanks. I'm going to go sit over here for 20 minutes. Right. I'm taking my smoke break early. He just takes a cut of everything that comes through there instead of banning it. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Oh, man. But yeah, that's where it's like they a lot of edibles, and I talk to customers about this a lot. You'll see like sativa, hybrid, and indica edibles. And some people say different influences and they'll get it from it. But all you're doing at that point when you're making an edible <laughs> like that is you're taking sativa flower, hybrid flower, indica flower you're processing it, which usually most of the time, depending on how you're making your concentrate, you're blowing everything away from it that turns it into a sativa hybrid or indica. And then you're going to say that the ended terpenes are through our, it's a sensory organ to what we understand. So it's through your nose and through your mouth. And so if you're eating this thing and swallowing it, we don't really know how those terpenes are going to interact with their sensory organs. So it's like, I've talked to a lot of customers. I ask them, I'm like, Hey, do you, I literally ask them, I was like, do you notice the difference between the sativa hybrid and indica ones? And most of them will tell me no, unless it like has some other snaps. kind of influence in it. Right. Well, like honestly, no, like it, it's like, like a placebo. It's literally these companies are putting it in there to make people think, oh, it's going to be make me more tired or it's going to make me more active. Right. Because it has this in there. Right. Because it's not actually getting the effect. That's like how wine people say they can tell the difference, but they, when you actually put it to the test, they can't tell you the difference. Between the different right. bottles of right, wine. Right, right. Yes, yes. So the other people who say, yeah, that's a that's a sativa. Yeah, that's an indica. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think some of that can come, like, that's where I try to do that when I'm a bud tender too. Like, you can prime people's minds. So I will prime them that their experience is going to be kind of what they're looking for. Or I'll prime it to hope, help, like, sell it to them, to their inner subconscious, so it can make them go down that path. Because I feel like it is a big part placebo. It is a big part of the mindset that you put in your mind before you get high. So if you can coordinate that to people and you can tell them, oh, it's going to do this, it's going to do that. I'm honest. I'm not going to just lie about something, but if it's something that it's done to me, I'm like, yeah, that's more of a stony this. That's more of a relaxing. That's more euphoric. But you're in control of a lot of that too. Right. Hmm. It's interesting. First you talk about cold. So now you're talking about how you mind control people. <laughs> this, has, this has been an interesting episode. Uh, that's what happens when I chug coffee before an episode. That will happen. Well, I mean, I suppose I do for, it for good intent. I'm trying to for, make it for, for not having a topic. Lucky. We really didn't have a topic. All right, it's it's flowing pretty well. We into some, yeah. yeah. Ego is strong. Ego is a very strong part for a while. Uh, we're doing what's right and um, wrong. Yeah, why we do the things we do. Yeah. yeah.